Are you a bit of a control freak or just super passionate about your content? Or are you the one with the brilliant ideas and you just need someone to bring your ideas to life? Have you been struggling on how to pick which type of idea execution model is best for your business? Are you trying to figure out if you should be doing everything yourself or if you should be outsourcing and getting other people to do the work for you? Well, that is what I'm covering in today's episode, DIY versus outsourcing, which one is better for you? Check it out. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Jordan Taylor here from Starta.ca, where we are all about empowering young business-minded entrepreneurs how to build their brand or business using mostly online tools. And today we are talking about the debate of DIY versus outsourcing. So let me start off by saying it is super easy to want to be the one who controls everything in your business. That only makes sense. Who is going to care about your business more than you? Then again, you might also be thinking, why not let somebody else do a lot of the heavy lifting or the not so fun stuff so that way you can spend more time doing the fun stuff, the stuff you actually care about. These are both extremely valid arguments and there are pros and cons to each and that is what I want to cover in this episode. So let's start off the conversation with DIY or the do-it-yourself. This is the perfect way to start if you are starting your business. This is the great execution style if you're working with limited resources, limited time, limited everything that you can think of. This is a great way to start as it's going to force you to understand all the different aspects about your brand or business from you know whether it's the planning of everything to the actual producing of content. If you're using content marketing, um, it could be also the production of your goods or services if that's something that you're doing. This is a method that I have been doing the vast majority of my business with. It's a way that is just so easy to kind of pick up and go, especially with all the free or easily accessible resources that are out there. Shameless plug, I do talk about a lot of these free resources available in the last episode that I posted. So if you haven't had a chance, go check that out after you've watched this. <laughs> but I find the do-it-yourself model is the way that most people tend to start because it is the easiest to kind of get off the ground when you're first starting, for one, and also if you are someone who likes having the control over your entire process from start to finish, it's gonna be the way that you're gonna prefer to actually operate and expand. The cons to this are, it can be a lot of time consumed for you as the owner and operator of your business in that if you're doing everything, you have to do everything. For example, if, if you're leaving a job to be able to run your business full time and be able to kind of you know pivot into full-blown entrepreneurship, you might find that if you are doing everything yourself, you might actually be spending more time working on your business than you were at a job where you're working for somebody else. Now, potentially this could not necessarily be a bad thing. You might actually love what it is that you do so much that you don't mind putting more time into it than you maybe previously were working for somebody else. If that is the case, then this won't even be a problem for you. You can continue doing DIY for as long as your business is operatable, um, operable, operatable uh, by one person. 
And then once you are ready to scale, then you can get into the other stuff. But if you have pivoted away from working for somebody else to working for yourself, you may want to have a little bit more time or a little bit more flexibility with your time, in which case the doing everything yourself might be a little exhausting, potentially even sometimes more exhausting than it is working for somebody else because you are usually dealing with a very finite amount of time that you are dedicating to work versus with entrepreneurial efforts because you are the one who is solely in control, you maybe want to get as much success and as much results as possible and it's very easy to fall into the trap of doing more work equals more success which is not necessarily the case but that's an entirely separate episode i'm a big believer in working smart not necessarily hard and i'm not saying you shouldn't work hard but i believe all the work that you're doing should be smart work and work that is serves some type of purpose as opposed to just being busy for busy sake. So that's kind of the DIY side. Talking about outsourcing. Now, outsourcing is great for when you're looking to scale or or and or if you're looking to be able to get back a little bit more of your time. So if, again, if you have fallen into that trap of, okay, yes, I'm an entrepreneur, but I have no free time because I'm doing everything all myself from planning to production to promotion to marketing to expansion to sales to you know the operations of all the day-to-day and the customer service and all the admin stuff it can be a lot to do everything yourself especially to if you are gaining some traction in your business and you are seeing some success there it can be a lot of time a lot of energy could potentially be a lot of money as well But the main pro, I guess, of DIY versus outsourcing is that it is presumably spending less money because you are doing it yourself and you do not have to pay yourself in order to do things. So getting back to outsourcing, like I said, great for if you're wanting to scale or if you're wanting to reduce the amount of time that it takes you to be able to do a given set of tasks. This is also going to be a little bit more appealing to you and maybe more advisable for you to do if you are already gaining some success in your business and your business is bringing in some type of revenue. Because once you're bringing in revenue, you can justify spending money on outsourcing because very rarely do you are you able to outsource something without having to pay. So you probably don't want to get into the area of spending money unnecessarily on outsourcing if you haven't even been bringing in revenue yet. At least in the space of online entrepreneurship because a lot of us are trying to do business differently than how business was done you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago where you would have to invest a whole bunch of money in hopes that business would work as opposed to online entrepreneurship where we're a little bit more likely to kind of test an idea and then once it has traction then we kind of put more resources behind it and also to outsourcing presuming you have some success and you have some resources to be able to throw at the outsourcing process this is going to be an investment for example you might outsource the design of your logo right maybe you've been working with your own iteration of your logo for a long time and you're ready to kind of refresh your brand give it a fresh new look you might invest in somebody to create your logo for you. And in this particular case, it's also going to be good because you get a perspective outside of your own and ideally, hopefully, it'll be one that'll be reflective of your own where you can give somebody instructions on how you want to do it. 
I can make an entire episode about outsourcing and slightly more efficient ways to go about it. So like I said, this is a great way to scale and grow your business beyond what you may be able to accomplish on your own. And don't get me wrong, you can accomplish a lot on your own with resources that are entirely dependent on you and your time and your energy. However, if you do want to be able to grow your business beyond what you're able to achieve as one person, then you may want to look at outsourcing. You will spend some money, but hopefully you will get more revenue, more business, and if this is something that matters to you, then you will also get more time back, hopefully, uh, as well. Now, there is a system that Tim Ferriss actually speaks about in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, which if you have not read as an online entrepreneur or a content creator, I highly suggest that you read it because it is pretty much like the gospel of this industry. Now, in this, he talks about the acronym known as DEAL, right? And what each one of those letters are. The D stands for definition. This is where you want to define what your goal is going to be. Whether you are working as an entrepreneur or he actually speaks about being an employee as well, but for the sake of this video, we're going to keep it to us entrepreneurs here. So you want to be able to define what your goals of success are going to be, whether that is a specific revenue amount, whether that is a specific amount of work hours, or whether that is a specific milestone in your particular niche or industry that you want to achieve, make sure that is clearly defined so then that way you can reverse engineer the process it's going to take for you to get to that point. And then once you're able to do that, it's going to be a lot easier for you to execute. Next, you have elimination. So where this is where you're going to be eliminating as many tasks as possible in order to make your business a little bit more optimal. So that means if there are emails that you are sending that you do not need to be sending, you're going to eliminate those. If there's ads that you're running that you don't need to be running, if they're not actually bringing you more leads or they're not bringing you more traffic, then you're going to be avoiding that. So that is elimination. The next letter is A for automation. I am a huge fan, huge, huge, huge fan of automation. I'm a huge fan of automation. One, because I just think it's super cool the fact that you can basically have robots do your job. I think that is super cool. But also, I'm a big fan of working smart, not hard, and getting as much time back as possible. Because I love the idea of being able to run and operate a business that is not dependent on how much time you put into it, but how much efficiency you put into it. So one way to automate would be to use some type of system or tool that allows you to complete certain tasks. So that could be something like an autoresponder. That could even be something as simple as schedule uploading, right? You do technically have to upload, but you schedule upload it so that way you don't have to hit the upload button at the time that you're ready to do it. You can do it all at once, part of batching your task, which is a whole other side thing that I could talk about forever, but that all kind of falls under automation. And then lastly, there's the L, which stands for liberation. I would also kind of equivalent this to delegation as well. You liberate yourself of having to do the task by delegating it to somebody else. And that's basically, instead of you assigning the task to a robot or to a tool, you're actually gonna be assigning the task to another person, which brings us back to what outsourcing is. Now, I have a friend who told me about a skill level evaluation system that I think is perfect for this particular conversation of DIY versus outsourcing. This essentially works like a scale, a scale of one to 10. 
Now, you would rate your skill on a particular task or a particular area of work. And depending on what your skill level is for that particular area of work, that's going to determine what you need to do. So if you would rate your skill level on a given task or a particular area of work between seven to 10, you should continue being the one to do it because you're going to be doing it at a level that you're going to be satisfied at. And you're going to do it arguably probably better than anybody that you could find to do it. And you're definitely going to do it better than any type of system or tool that could potentially automate the process. You are clearly an expert at this particular task because you are rating yourself a skill level of seven to 10. Moving down the scale, anywhere between four to six, this is something that you're pretty comfortable in and you can do for yourself, but ultimately, it could be done by somebody else. Potentially, there is room for someone else to be able to do it better as you would not consider yourself an expert at this particular thing. So if that is the case, this is something you are either going to want to automate or delegate. The reason why this is going to be a particularly good choice is because you have enough knowledge to be able to know that you're not getting duped if you are delegating the task to somebody or if you are automating it and there is an issue with the automation process, you have enough knowledge to be able to go in and figure out what the problem is and how to actually get it done properly and fix whatever the issue is. And then finally, leading down to the end of the scale between one to three, this is probably something that you should invest a little bit of time or a little bit of resources into to be able to learn how to do better so that way you can either end up delegating or automating it, but you need to know enough about it in order to do that. Or you may find if you learn how to do it, it might be ridiculously easy. It may be something you even end up enjoying and something that you might ultimately become an expert. At. So that is how that particular system works. I don't know the name of the system. Uh, I checked with my friend. They do not remember either. But this is a system that I think if you just think about it, it only makes sense. If you're not very good at something, you need to be able to learn how to do it better. So that way you can either do it yourself or automate it somehow or delegate it to somebody else. If you're kind of in the middle where you're kind of okay at it, you're ultimately better off outsourcing the task to somebody else because you can save yourself some time. So that way you can focus on the things that you are an expert at and because you're probably going to enjoy doing the things that you're an expert at or you're going to feel most comfortable doing those things yourself because you trust your skill level. So to answer the ultimate question of this episode, which is better, do it yourself or outsourcing? And the short answer is it ultimately depends on one, where you're at in your business and two, which is more important to you, the work or the time it takes for you to do the work. If you are doing some type of work that you truly, truly, truly enjoy and you enjoy every aspect of it and you are great at it, then do it yourself because you're going to feel fulfilled and you're going to love the quality of work that you're doing. If you are not a huge fan of the work and you would like to get a little bit more time back to be able to do more of what you like to do, you may want to consider outsourcing if you can rationalize the probable cost of having to outsource something, hopefully by having some access to some resources through success of your business. So those I would say would be the arguments for both sides. Like I said, if you're starting out and you're just kind of figuring everything out, continue to do everything for yourself. Unless you happen to have a lot of resources available to you, then by all means, pick and choose what you want to do. But if you don't have a ton of resources, 
do everything yourself. If you have a lot of resources and you're looking to free up some time and you're looking to be able to scale and grow and leverage experts in a particular field, then by all means, go with outsourcing. One really good way to be able to outsource is using the website called Fiverr. I have used this platform as not only as a seller, but also as a consumer as well. I have offered my expertise in the area of multimedia production, so creating audio and video content, and I've also used the platform recently. I actually used it to acquire some lyric videos for a musical album that I'm putting together, shameless plug. If you're interested in that, let me know, and I'll leave something down below for that. But I would say Fiverr is a great way to outsource your tasks to at least to start, uh, because you can find uh, experts in particular fields or areas of work for relatively low prices. They also have ones that are pro-verified, which basically means that Fiverr has vetted these people and their processes through their vetting system. So you can get anybody from a vast array of skill levels and budget requirements. If you are interested in trying to outsource on Fiverr, I will leave a link down below where you can sign up and you can start outsourcing your tasks for as little as $5. Full transparency, this will be an affiliate link. So if you click on it, uh, I will get a small fee for that. It won't cost you any additional money, but it will help me support the effort that I am doing here of creating content for you wonderful, wonderful people. So I will leave that affiliate link down below if you want to get started on Fiverr today. And if you're listening to this podcast or this episode, I will leave a link page on started.ca for any links to any resources that I have. I do have it on my task list, actually talking about tasks, uh, to create that link at some point this week. So that will be getting done and you will be able to access the link to set up your Fiverr there. So there it is, DIY versus outsourcing. What do you think? Which are you leaning towards? Where are you at in your business's journey or your brand's journey? And are you more of a DIYer or are you more of a someone who is willing to pay for the convenience and pay to have time back in their schedule and leaning towards outsourcing? Let me know. Leave me a comment. Leave me a review. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, all those things. You can also follow me at Start a Canada on Instagram if you want to let me know how everything is going for you and where you're at with regards to DIY versus outsourcing. Let me know what you think or send me an email at jordan at starta.ca. Now, before you go, I do have a free gift I want to give to you as well. If you are on board with using content to push your business, but you kind of need a little bit of help on the how to do this and like figuring out, okay, what step do I do first and how do I make sure that I can actually get content out regularly without getting stuck, without having to spend a bunch of money to get it done. If that is something you are interested in, I am putting together a free guide this week that I'm going to be giving out for free. Again, by the time this video goes out, uh, I will have already created it. So check the link down below or or if you're listening to the podcast here, audio only, one of the joys, um, you can go to started.ca and I will leave the link there where you'll be easily able to access this free guide. Again, totally free guide. Just send me your email and I will email it to you directly and then you'll have it available. You can download it and you can use it on your phone and you can kind of go through the whole step process there and understand how you can actually plan, produce, and promote your content 
content using a bunch of free resources and how to do it for every type of piece of content you want to put out. So be sure to grab that free guide and let me know what you think about it by replying to the email that I send it to you in. So that wraps up this week's episode on DIY versus outsourcing. My name is Jordan Taylor. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers.